0: Karina Chapman is a conscious connection expert and dating coach. She's on the line. Hello, Karina. Thank you for doing this.
1: You're welcome.
0: I would imagine, particularly with the dating coach side of your business, you're pretty busy these days. People seem to need a lot of help in that regard, do they not?
1: They absolutely do, yes. I think everyone's being becoming disillusioned with the online dating scene and realising that it doesn't always work.
0: So what are we going to do? Go back to uh, being recommended to somebody by friends and meeting people in discos?
1: <laughs> that was traditional when we were younger. Yes. But I think we've expanded it a bit further now. Yeah. It's a bit more about going to places that have interests that you're into which might be a jogging club or a networking meeting meeting people organically and striking up a connection that way instead rather than just focusing on wanting to find someone to date.
0: Actually it's just occurred to me I mean I wasn't intending to pursue this too much with our conversation but with all this choice and using the online dating I was reading about somebody who had like 40 dates that They didn't go any further, but eventually found somebody. Uh, What do you do if you agree to meet somebody on a date and from the get-go you think, I don't want to be here? What do you do then?
1: Well, I, I tend to recommend that before you even set the date that you only have a certain amount of time allotted so oh, yeah. maybe one hour. Yeah. And you can also organise with a friend to send you a text or call you halfway through or 10 minutes in <laughs> just to see if you need a good reason to exit the date early.
0: <laughs> yes. What You have a secret code with the friend and if you hit the code, the friend calls and says, oh my God, you've got to get back here straight away.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> well, it's worked for businessmen over the years, so why wouldn't it work on the dating scene?
1: That's right. And really, why waste your own precious time and theirs? If you know for sure that there's not a connection there, then you may as well find a way to end it in a polite way and let them go on their way and you go on yours.
0: So people joke that you don't get an honest picture on these dating sites. What do you think?
1: I think some people are very good with putting up-to-date photos on. Hmm. However, those that are, say, getting on a little bit, say 40+, 50+, plus, fifty plus. We'll maybe have one or two from a long way away, but then they'll (laughs) pop in one when they were younger and better looking, which is completely confusing.
0: (laughs) Yes, indeed it is. Uh, Let's talk about this consciously disconnecting from long-term friends. Why would you want to disconnect from a long-term friend?
1: I think that the main reason is that a lot of us, as we have more experiences in life, we grow in different ways. Mm. So the people that we connected with when we were younger may have grown in a way that's different to us or not grown at all. So suddenly we find that, yes, okay, we went to the same school or we had the same circle of friends at one point. But if you're looking at it objectively, you realize that in fact now you don't have a lot in common or any interests in common or even the way you think about life can be different.
0: Yes, I think the way you think about life can be very different. Because you know, I'm surprised at uh, some of the people I know or know of who've actually apparently had interesting and successful lives, but that's not what is happening for them now, and uh, they spend most of their time complaining. And I think, well, exactly, you know, hey, it's it's about the ride, surely. Uh, and you you had a great ride. Uh, I understand that you're missing it. But don't you look back on it and say, well, we had a bit of fun and did a few things. Or if you're really, really bored to death, find something to do.
1: Exactly. We create our own reality. So if you've got that negative feeling around what's happening now and complaining about it, well, you really don't have anyone to blame but yourself. It's up to you to be able to change things and create a new life that you're happy with.
0: But do you think people look at it too much in the abstract? I mean, why don't they actually just get out and do something? whatever it is, anything, you know, play golf, uh, help out a charity, uh, learn a new language, you know, just the mere fact of doing something, I think, doesn't that give you a little purpose?
1: Yeah, absolutely right. It does. A lot of times I don't think it actually occurs to them that that's what they could do. They're stuck in this rut Hmm. of looking back in the past instead of looking at the future to Increase more interesting things in their life. So they have got something great to talk about or experiences that they're enjoying
0: Okay, so you've got this friend, you know, and you've known this person since high school, but Really they they're just kind of a drag But they still want to know you and talk to you and tell you how awful it all is. What do you do?
1: You have to decide whether you still want to keep that connection or not because Those sort of people can drag you down. And when you've had an experience with them, then you come away feeling frustrated or disappointed or angry or just like, why did I even spend my time with that person? And that's when you have to really start thinking, is this someone that I want to have in my life or would I be better to let that friendship go?
0: But if you want to let it go, how do you do it?
1: Well, there's several ways. <laughs> I, I had the experience myself and it was with someone that I had gone to school with. So I'd known from the age of about 14 and we'd been friends for over 30 years. Mm. And I realized after a while that I was feeling frustrated every time I caught up with them. Right. They weren't, weren't willing to change their job, but they'd complain about it all the time. They had problems with their kids. They were whinging about other friends that weren't great friends to them. And in the end... I had to do a lot of soul searching about why was this person the way that they were. And because I'm into conscious connection, then I thought I need to have the answer for this. What I realized was they had a very low level of self love. And because if you love yourself and you hate your job, mm. then you think I'll be kind to myself and I'll find another job that I like right. or I enjoy. Yeah. Whereas if you consistently don't think that you're worth putting the effort in to change life around to make it happier, then in the end, I'm on a different vibration than what you are and a different path. So it's better to just step back from that. And we did have a conversation about it, which was very difficult and challenging to have. And I wanted to say, look, although there's many great points about you and you've got a lot of great characteristics that I wouldn't have been friends with you for this long had you not had, But this is what I'm noticing is that your level of self-love is low. I'm working on really making mine high. And I feel like we're just not on the same path anymore.
0: How did that go down?
1: (laughs) Not very well. (laughs) I think they were very shocked,
0: to be honest.
1: And I I was trying to do it as gently and kindly as possible. I certainly wish them well. And I hope that they do manage to have a great life and, and turn things around. But for me, looking after myself, I needed to step away from that friendship. So I stepped back with love. I sent them a message afterwards saying, look, these are all the great things about you. And, you know, I have valued your friendship and and appreciated that time. But we're just on a different path now. and, And I feel that I need to go this direction, which is a bit different to where you are.
0: So do you actually say, don't call me anymore?
1: Yes, I kind of did. (laughs) Not specifically like that, Mm. but they were sort of trying to guilt me at one point saying, well, you know, you're only one of two friends that I've had for a long time that I keep catching up with. And I said, well, maybe I need to be off that list then. I need to maybe, you know, it's better for us not to see each other again.
0: But does that have an impact on you? Like you feel some responsibility for breaking it off and maybe making their life even more miserable than it apparently is?
1: no i I felt that I felt the loss of the friendship, of yeah. course, uh, but I also recognized that by stepping away from that type of person gives me new opportunities and new space in my calendar to be able to start creating new positive connections that are going to be in alignment with me and with what my values are now and where I want to go in the future. So I felt that for the sake of loving myself the most, which we do need to do, then this was going to be the best thing for for all of us. Otherwise, I would end up resenting that friendship and that friend over time. So that was the best thing that I could do to try and have it be as as painless as possible. But it was a very difficult thing and and challenging to stand up and be able to voice out that we're just not on the same path anymore. And I wish you well in life. But kind of
0: don't call me again. God forbid that I should promote gender stereotypes but can I tell you a couple of things I've noticed with males they will continue to be friends with particular males and it's said of males that they can go you know a year without talking to each other but still consider themselves mates but they will say he keeps talking about the same things over and over again so it's kind of I don't know, boring or there's nothing new in it for them. On the other hand, with females, it seems like crazy isn't such a bad thing because I've had a number of females who say, oh, yes, and, you know, she does this and she does that. She's crazy, of course, like that's just something you expect.
1: That's it. It is quite different with the male and female friendships for sure. Yeah. But I think it does take a lot of courage to recognize when someone's not in alignment with you anymore and be able to have that courage to step back from that connection and in order to allow other people to come into your life.
0: Mm. But do you argue that it's essential that you do it for your your own sense of, uh, well, happiness, well-being, whatever?
1: Absolutely. I also hope that they have learned something or I've given them the opportunity to learn that perhaps they need to look at themselves and, and reassess what they're doing, what they're speaking about, and, and figure that out for themselves. And they may do that or they may not. But all I can be responsible for is the choice that I make and the people that I hang around with, mm. because we are the sum total of the five people we, we hang around with the most. So
0: The five people. You know, yeah
1: yeah so we want to know who is in our our circle yeah and are they supporting and uplifting us or are they dragging us down?
0: Yes, it's interesting to me how these circles will continue despite what some members of the circle say about other members of the circle when that member's not there but I don't know that's human beings I guess is it
1: It is for some. I mean, personally, I make sure that whatever comes out of my mouth about someone else, I would say whether they were in the room or not. Okay. And then you never have a problem.
0: Indeed. You don't have to keep remembering all the time.
1: Exactly. Especially if you're not that great (laughs) at remembering what you said.
0: (laughs) All right, Karina, appreciate you coming on the program. Thank you for that.
1: It's been a pleasure. Thanks.
0: Bye-bye. Karina Chapman, Conscious Connection Expert and Dating Coach.